Welcome, Jason Ward, on the microphone. How are you, Jason? Uh, Martin, very well at the moment. Fantastic, thank you. And there at the background, uh, holding our little warrior, Jade Ward, is uh, Crystal. How are you? We, we can see you and hear you from, from here, so that's, that's good. Shame her stomach isn't feeling like her this morning. Right. I think a lot of people in the country can relate to that one. But tell us the full story, Jason. Um, Martin, it's, uh, it, it's something that started coming together only after Jade was actually diagnosed. So um, shortly after Crystal and I got married, we had a little boy and uh, he was born with a couple of birth defects and he sadly passed away in hospital. I'm so sorry to hear that. After about three months. And then um, we went through one or two miscarriages and obviously a lot of trauma counseling and so on because something like that knocks you. Of course. And then um, we were blessed with Jade. And then uh, from the beginning, we started noticing she wasn't eating, she wasn't feeding, she wasn't growing the way she was. She was far more lethargic than other kids. And um, my wife started noticing a lot of similarities between Jade and our little boy. And we went from doctor to doctor to doctor. And for some reason, a lot of it, we were focusing on the stomach and the esophagus because that's one of the issues my little boy had. Mm-hmm. And um, so nobody, nobody could solve it. Uh, we went for numerous tests. We ended up at speech therapists seeing why uh, she wasn't eating and swallowing correctly, mm. which, which we thought was all part of the problem. Mm. Anyway, long long story short, is she fell very ill one Christmas day, and uh, we raced off to uh, a GP that was opened, and he literally said, "Listen, this is beyond him." Um, he suggests we get to Cliff Hospital, which is luckily just around the corner from us. Mm-hmm. So we went tearing in there to the the Ongefalle, um, and and the doctor there also said, "Listen, he's not a pediatrician or anything, but." Dr. Frieda French, a very reputable pediatrician, is upstairs. I, he doesn't think she's open, but she's doing her books or something. So we ran up there and we said, listen, we got trouble. Please help. Please and help us. Jade at that stage was literally pale, pale, pale. She mm-hmm. was pup. You could see the veins in her mm-hmm. arms. Mm-hmm. And this Dr. French looked and said, what decant is sick. Mm-hmm. And within minutes, she sent us down for a, a growth test or a bone plate test to see the gaps in in her bones to see whether that's growing she sent us for blood tests she sent us for a couple of x-rays and then over the years we had accumulated a file of all the records obviously and the doctor's results and so on and um, Dr. Frieda French when we walked back in the office she literally had this out like a deck of cards and she said but there's something wrong with the blood here the blood is not increasing it's actually constantly decreasing Hmm. Um, within seconds she picked up the phone she found the ICU pediatrics she said you're getting a bed now Mm -hmm. Uh, she Mm -hmm. got a hold of the people that do the blood test and they came in and they did a bone marrow biopsy which as a parent is one of the most terrible things you you don't want to be there when they do that I'm sure it literally looks like a a, a wine bottle corkscrew that day that they screen into the child's hip Mm. but anyway um now the shocking part was for us as parents we were in exactly the same ward that my little boy died in can you and i tell you it was you stop breathing and then um 
a couple of the sisters and the nursing staff obviously recognized us. Sure. And obviously there was a bit of a buzz, you know, the Ward family is back. And uh, this obviously got to Dr. French and she walked in there and she looked at Crystal in the eyes and said, you are not losing another child. And uh, within a uh, couple of hours later, we had results that Jade has got some other uh, a form of anemia. Her bone marrow is failing. It's not producing the blood it should. And um, they gave her blood transplant, uh, bl- blood infusions, and uh, her levels started picking up. So within three mm. or four days, she was out and running around like a child again. Amazing. And then, yeah, from there we were referred to a, the Unitas Oncology Department. Fantastic team of doctors there. And um, at first they did a couple of minor tests um, telling us, look, she might outgrow it. Let's just monitor it, keep her levels up and, and see what happens. Uh, eventually the periods between the blood transfusions got less and less which indicated that um, there was definitely something wrong and they did a lot of cancer testing and so on and so on and then the final test they did was for Fanconi anemia which is basically a genetic inherited form of leukemia it's very very scarce and the blood test alone for that and I stand under correction I think it was about 30 or 40 thousand rand just for the test just for the test and um, that's why the doctors delayed it as much as possible mm. because it is they, they don't want to do a trial and error and waste money there is help it's damn expensive it is um she had a complete bone marrow transplant um they found a donor i believe it was in sweden oh finding the donor the procurement the testing of the donor stuff matching it to jade flying it over just just that entire process none of jade's medical costs alone so, was seven hundred thousand. Oh wow so yeah it, it, it is a quite a pricey uh, uh event and um well she's the little warrior you guys are the big warriors yeah well <laughs> why do you uh, call her the little warrior it was actually uh, my wife's boss alicia and uh, she started a small Facebook group. Um, they're, a, they're a small division of Liberty Life. And they handle the walls and, and, and uh, boodles and so on. So they've got, a, they've got a bunch of lawyers working for them, obviously, that do this kind of thing. And uh, they, they just started a little trust for her to cover a couple of medical costs. And, and they came up with the word, the word Worry Award. And from there, it's just snowballed. It, it, it has been phenomenal. But it's obviously a fantastic sign and a good thing that she's here with us this morning. Man, um, sorry to say this, but you got us on a bad day. <laughs> Normally she's doing much better than this. Um, but she's uh, here. She's mm. here. In and, Crystal's and, arms. And, and uh, hey? uh, Tummy is just a bit sore this morning. She. Uh, How long was she in hospital for? Uh, she was in hospital for four months. Um, yeah, it's a long time. Initially, we were supposed to go in in the beginning of June, so we went in and they put what's known as a J-line in her chest. Um, she can probably show you just now. It's literally a pipe that goes into her heart uh, where they pump in blood, pump in medication. It just makes it so much easier. Um, but that evening when the surgeon was doing that, they kind of stopped halfway through the procedure and... Um, came out brought it out and said listen the doctors put it on hold and i was sitting there mm, mm, thinking oh no what now what's gone wrong as a donor pulled out what has gone wrong 
And the next morning, um, Dr. David Reinders, the oncologist, came to us and said, look, he made a, a very important call. He believed it the right, the right thing to do. The donor in Sweden has come into contact with COVID. Oh, he, no. He's, he's, oh, okay. he's not taking this chance. We're shutting it down for two weeks. So after that entire build-up, we, yeah. we were sent home. Mm. Well, listen, the angels got together for you guys uh, in December specifically, towards the end of last year anyway. Yeah. Uh, in a spectacular way. Phenomenal. And uh, I, I want to tell you more about that coming up. I said, I'll only care fun sincerity enough. I can admit the small and I guys to feel it and you like my love. Breakfast with Martin Bester. It's your morning family.